live streaming is on. Hello, everyone. This is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the One Bitcoin Show. Today is May the 3rd, barely. It's still May the 3rd in Honolulu. 2020. Oh, yes, it is late at night in Los Angeles. Strong hand, long term thinking. Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin. One Bitcoin equals one Bitcoin. I am offended by selling. No fancy sets or graphics here. Respect the money. All right, everybody, unconfiscatable. Speaking of unconfiscatable, check out the links below. Tone Vase and Thomas Hunt were on the This Week in Bitcoin show on Friday. Best guests in the freaking space I bring you. They were classic. It was so old school. We're getting ready for that having hype. We're getting ready for the having. So I'm I'm giving you some classic uh, type of episodes. I, I you know oldies but goodies. You got to bring them back. They are great. The base layer of uh, Bitcoin YouTube dudes, Thomas and uh, Tone, right there. Hello, my elite friends. How you all? How you doing tonight or this morning, wherever you may be? If you have questions, I have answers. Type in uh, my name. You can't, Bitcoin Meister doesn't work anymore. Uh, but uh, proud Zionist Jew, that's my name, Adam Meister. Get, get my attention somehow. Get my attention somehow, and I will uh, answer your questions. It's a little harder now. YouTube uh, it complicates things, but I got conviction. YouTube can't stop, can't stop the Meister. Oh no, conviction, baby. New show every day. Uh, and uh, Saturday show yesterday it was Beyond Bitcoin. I went beyond Bitcoin talking about the virus, talking about finances, health, weed I talked about. Oh, so yeah, check it out. So how much does it cost to mix Bitcoin? We hear about these Bitcoin mixers all the time. And I, I've never tried it before. And I've heard about very small amounts of Bitcoin mixed on them. But I, I thought to myself, like, how much does it cost to do this, to take one Bitcoin and totally make it anonymous, fungible, et cetera, et cetera, okay? Bring it to a whole new level of privacy. And I got my, well, I got close to the answer from K3M on Twitter. He says, the cost of mixing over 0.5 Bitcoin, half a Bitcoin, with join market Tumblr script, uh, which involves multiple coin joins, then a sweep out the cold storage. It takes 28 hours and 83,100 Satoshis. That currently, that's currently a cost of $7.26 for making $4,400 worth of Bitcoin fungible, a 0.165% privacy fee. He says it's a very good deal. Okay, so it takes 28 hours. I mean, you're probably not. If you want to make your, your Bitcoin uh, private, <laughs> uh, you're, uh, fungible, yeah, probably time doesn't matter that much. So over a day isn't going to kill you. And then paying $7.26 for half a Bitcoin to make it fungible. That seems like a good deal. That seems like a good deal. Uh, so, so one would assume it would cost about $15 to do one whole Bitcoin. I mean, am I, is, that, is that right? Or maybe less. Still, uh, so if you got a hundred Bitcoin, it would cost uh, fifteen hundred dollars, maybe to do it. That that's I mean, if you have a hundred Bitcoin, 
paying fifteen hundred bucks. Now, how many hours would it take? Would it would it take uh, fifty six hundred hours though? Oh, well, who knows? But there there's a start for you people with half a Bitcoin. And remember, the name of the show is the One Bitcoin Show. So I assume hey, you're on the road to One Bitcoin. Maybe you have One Bitcoin, or, or you've got ten or twenty, and you just want to make one fungible. You want to experiment. I mean, this is this stuff is not all guaranteed here. I'm not recommending doing anything like this. I'm just trying to figure out how much it costs. So he says half a Bitcoin, it costs uh, $7.26. All right, it took 28 hours. There you go. That's the current stat uh, when using Join Market Tumblr. Uh, do not accept a new normal. Pound that like button. There's all these people out there saying there's going to be a new normal. And yesterday's show, check it out. I discussed not accepting a new normal. Respect the money. That was a term I used to use a lot. I haven't used it for a while. Midtown Money came up with that. Uh, he he doesn't when he finds money, he picks it up. And because you respect the money, over time you stack sats, you make you get a whole bitcoin. But the same thing is true with fiat. When I go running on the streets of LA, I find dimes, quarters, pennies on the ground. It adds up over time. I've gotten enough, uh, found so much money in this time when people apparently have no money and. Uh, I've been able to find quite a bit of money on the ground and I'll be able to pay for my, uh, my bus ticket to, uh, to union station downtown on May 31st to get on, to take another bus to the plane. Hey, respect the money, respect the money. Don't, don't waste money. Don't, uh, people say, oh, you're hoarding or cheap or this or that respect the money. Thought I'd bring that one back from the archives. So speaking about respect the money, CNN has an article. Oh, yes, CNN, of all places, has an article. Uh, ooh, well, I check it all out. I check it all out. Americans are hoarding cash. Savings rate hits highest level since 1981, the year of the Major League Baseball strike. Uh, or was that 1994? Or was it both? Pound that like button. The United States government's uh, Bureau of Economic Analysis reported Thursday morning that the savings rate surged to 13.1% in March, up from 8% in February. Consumers are putting more money away at a time when bank savings, money market accounts, and treasury bonds are yielding next to nothing after the Federal Reserve slashed rates to zero last month and launched numerous lending programs in the wake of the virus pandemic. All right. So... People don't have much to spend on these days. It's, it's, everything's closed. So I assume that's part of the reason they're saving, hoarding, the, as CNN uh, tries to call it. Uh, but uh, and, and I think that I think it's good. It's, it's better than being wasteful with your dollars. But my recommendation is, OK, they said in the article, banks, are, what, are, what are they paying you to, to save money? Soon there'll be negative interest rates there and people will still be hoarding. If, you're, if you've got enough money to stash away right now, put it in your new savings account, Bitcoin. Hey, that's where that's where my cash is in Bitcoin. I got a little cash at the bank too, of course. But uh, my wealth, I value my wealth in Bitcoin. It's all in Bitcoin, dude. All in, and for all the people, remember I used to, I was saying, you know, real estate, why, people were like, well, I get this return if I get the renters and I can make money off my real estate, blah, blah, blah. You can't do that with your Bitcoin. Now, look, can you get any renters now? Are any of your renters paying the rent actually? <laughs> is, is real estate increasing in value right now during the current situation? Do you social distance at your real estate? I mean, there's all these 
horrific things. I, I feel bad for the people that have lots of properties now. But uh, so, yes, uh, uh, my wealth, I used to have some in real estate, obviously, back in the day, but it's it's been in Bitcoin for quite some time. It's great. And I, I do like to hear Americans are savings more, saving more, but they've kind of been forced into this situation because it's not like they can spend it uh, many places. So if you're saving, get it into Bitcoin. All right. Get it in, if you're one of these new savers, because it surged from 13.1% to 8% of American, the savings, no, no, excuse me, the rate of savings. Um, so if, if, if you've got this extra savings, why not? Why not? We shall see. Uh, people have turned that check. Here, here we go. Here, and this is a good uh, update. $1,200 of stimulus check converted to Bitcoin is now worth $1,500. Now that's my kind of savings account. Thanks again, Uncle Sam. That's from Guy Bennett. Pound that like button, Guy Bennett. You're, hey, you're you're hoarding, but you you, you hoarded it into Bitcoin. Very good. And hoard that Bitcoin. 2024 buy and hold, baby. 2024 having buy and hold. Strong hand. Hey, speaking of uh, <laughs> for I don't know when I when I saw that 1981 year, I thought of uh, as I you know I'm a baseball fan and everything. If you want to see old school sports excitement google or go on the youtube and look up cleveland 1981 all-star game i stumbled upon that it was right when baseball came back after the strike in the middle of 1981 it was a freaking exhibition game in cleveland's old gigantic stadium like 80,000 people going crazy for baseball if you're a baseball fan you'll enjoy it and my lord that would be a, that'd be a great way to bring baseball back uh, this year too. May it come back soon. May everything come back soon because there is no new normal. We're going to bring it back to 1981 in terms of excitement. How about that? All right. So uh, you never know what you're going to get on this show. My my baseball knowledge, too much baseball knowledge up in here. Okay. Yeah. I got a lot of it. I can reference 1981 all-star games. <laughs> uh, all right. All right. All right. So uh, Doug Casey, who's since 1981 has been saying uh, that the world was going to end, that, you that gold, you should be in gold, et cetera, et cetera. He's been wrong. And on his uh, newsletter, uh, and actually there's a, a Donahue clip, I believe, from 1981. You can look up Dub Casey saying all sorts of wrong things. You can look that up on YouTube also. Now, uh, but Doug Casey, he's all right. He's all, he can be cool on certain things. And he, he is shady Bitcoin guy that he has working for him. In his newsletter, in the newsletter that I get for free for Doug Casey for some reason, uh, they are hyping the halving again. I'm not going to share a link to it because it's it's really slimy. I mean, it is really slimy. But I just wanted to point it out. You know, you always want to get your halving hype news here from Adam Meister. There you go. Doug Casey's slimy dude is it's hype, it's hyping it up. Bitcoin's. Oh, I got to check if anyone had any questions here. Hang on. I mean, hang on a second here. People, uh, remember, sportsmeister.com, you can listen to all my old shows still. The archives are intact. Oh, man, Shane Ulrich is in the house. <laughs> he says strong hands. It's it's 2.19 in the morning where you are, too, just like here, man. Good to see you, Shane. All right, let's, uh, let's I don't know why, I don't know why Shane's awake, man. Who knows what's, who knows what's going on? Well, actually, I, look, anyway, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I guess he gets uh, his job he can do from home now. Uh, I wish he was uh, out. Uh, I wish he had to get up early to, to go out and, and do his uh, job that he uh, is employed in. All right. All right. But uh, hopefully this will all end soon. 
Now, moving on. Uh, <laughs> strong hand, even in the middle of the night, he says. Yes, guys. You can have a strong hand any time of day. Bitcoin to the moon shirt I'm wearing for those of you that are just listening to this. All right, let's uh, let's continue. I, I'm full of energy at uh, two twenty in the morning, baby. Oh, baby, where am I? Where's my notes section? What happened? Okay, now Bitcoin's yearly moving average price is about to break an all-time high. It might have already done it. Okay, so uh, yeah, yearly moving average. Some people keep track of that. Okay, for you fiat freaks, it's hitting its all-time high. All right. That's a good sign. Uh, you could say it's a, if, if you're a fiat freak. So that is linked to below. Now, I mean, for all you guys to think it's going to go to zero or something like that, it's been trending up uh, through the years. Clearly, clearly, uh, it's no fluke. It's it's no fluke. The, the price is where it is now. Uh, Cash app, a way you can buy Bitcoin, thanks to Jack Dorsey of Twitter, his other company. He's a big fan of Bitcoin. He's a big fan. <laughs> Shane probably doesn't remember who used to say that. We had a uh, we had a friend who used to say he's a big fan, and that was a play on a uh, a, a a a big uh, a bit a sports saying. I'm a big fan. I think it was a John Madden used to say that or something like that. Anyway, but we we there was a guy. Uh, guy that Shane knows that I know from uh, from our day. <laughs> anyway, okay. So uh, let's go. Uh, what, what, is it, what are we here? I'm talking about all sorts of wild things here. Cash App. Oh, yeah. So Cash App increased the Bitcoin weekly buying limit from $10,000 to $100,000. This is the rumor. Now, I don't have Cash App. There's one guy yelling about it on Twitter. Then they wrote an article about the guy yelling about it on Twitter. Then I see another guy on Twitter that says, just notice cash app purchase limit was increased from $10,000 per week to $100,000. Looks like they are ready for the price to run up after the halving. That's a good twist on that story, dude. <laughs> so we got two guys saying that uh, you, you can uh, uh, have, have more of a the, – the limit has been increased. Good, good. Uh, more competition. Compete, don't complain. I like that there are multiple ways for people to get their hands on Bitcoin. Someone confirmed that for me, though. Maybe getting insider information here. Who knows? They didn't, they didn't have a press release about it, at least. Uh, they're they're low-key about it. They have their reasons, I guess, if, it, if it's really going. So it, I, I've talked about how the having hype because of this virus ridiculous uh, situation uh, that everybody has to talk about the virus. The having hype has been condensed into a smaller space than it was back in 2016. And that was unexpected. I, I did not think, I, I thought people would start talking about the halving uh, back in March or even before that. And, and they did, and that the hype would be really ramped up in March. Well, we all know what happened in March. They, they weren't talking about the halving. And now there's been quite a lot. Uh, some national uh, publications have written about it. Doug Casey, a, a lot of people are talking about it. So there's hype right now. There definitely is some having hype going on. And so I thought it would be really – to make up for all the lost time, it would be intense during this uh, small period of time before the halving. I mean the, the halving is on the 12th. But what we could see – and I think it's going to get – I think it's going to get pretty intense. Uh, having hype can still go on after the halving. 
just still so many people feel the need to write about and tweet about this virus that maybe people will all of a sudden start to write articles like, hey, it's June the 1st. Bitcoin had this thing that only happens every four years. It was called the halving. Oh, my. Now's the time to buy Bitcoin because they just had this thing called the halving. Now, that, that didn't happen last time. That wasn't post-having hype. There was actually like a kind of a letdown and people saying, oh, it, this having it didn't happen. What was supposed to happen didn't happen. This, that, and the other. The price went down because after the having, the price did go down. But what you have to realize, dudes, is it's, it's not a magical day. It's not something magical. It doesn't just – the price isn't, for you fiat freaks isn't going to go crazy on that day. It's just another day living in the hood, pound that like button. But what happens is eventually, you know, there's not as much Bitcoin uh, being produced every day. So there's that ramp up over, uh, well, it, it started really on January the 1st, 2017, about six months after the halving, basically, give or take. Uh, so anyway, we, we, we shall see. But maybe the hype itself, maybe the awareness among the 80 percenters, among the mainstream media, maybe we'll see some uh, having hype after the halving. Eh, you never know. Because this this year has definitely been different than, than 2016 in terms of there was delayed having hype. So maybe it'll be delayed. Till, I, I didn't think about that until today. I thought it would all get condensed and intense the next week. But uh, that might happen a little bit. And then we might have some people realizing like, oh, wait, there was a having. Let me write an article about it because I've already write, written 200 articles about Donald Trump and the virus and Nancy Pelosi and Botox. Okay, now, and the governor of Michigan and Botox. Uh, all right. Uh, so uh, what do we have? Uh, having hype. And so we are we're seeing speaking about the governor of Michigan and Nancy Pelosi and, and politicians that there's so many people out there that are very impulsive. We're a do something culture. Do anything for the sake of doing something. It appeases the masses. The masses, whenever there's a problem, do something, do something, fix it, do it, do it. And then if you do something, anything, oh, I did something. And they're like, yes, you're awesome. You did something. So that, that mentality, that's part of a mainstream culture, but then counterculture. All right. Counterculture, personal responsibility, Bitcoin, hold, save, do nothing. Long-term thinking. Bitcoin people do nothing. We hold. We hold. That's doing nothing, really. That's not very exciting compared to doing something for the sake of something. So we, we this is the battle here. I'm not going to use the term battle, but this is the situation. You don't always have to do something for success, okay? I think I've realized that. Hold. Now, you can say, well, hold is doing something. Okay, it is doing something. It's a one-time thing. You have, You bought it. You hold it. And that's it. Then you do nothing. There are all these other people that they can't stand still. They got to trade it this day. They got to send it to the place to get interest the next day. They got to do this the next day. They got to do that. Day. And of course, holding it. Also, you get the crypto dividend that comes with that. All right. You do get interest on that Bitcoin. And that's doing something, although that's not doing something with your Bitcoin per se. Yeah, There's, there's a lot of interpretations to it there. But I think you know what I'm saying here. In the mainstream culture, very impulsive, can't sit still, got to do something culture, got to do something to appease the masses. Bitcoin, 
long-term thinking hold that's doing basically nothing compared to what the uh, uh, what what others do. So speaking about impulsive and not thinking, not being a long-term thinker, this is very disappointing to see. Uh, for some reason, I noticed, and I trust me, I don't usually click on the stuff in my recommended YouTube feed on the side there, but it says like Jack Dorsey, what's it say? Hang on. Uh, Twitter founder Jack Dorsey interview Bitcoin event and Twitter updates May 1st, 2020. And it said 4,000 people are watching and it looked so freaking shady and fake. There was something maybe in the thumbnail. I'm like, this can't be real. This isn't real. So I clicked on it because I don't think this thing was real. And sure enough, it was an old Jack Dorsey inter interview that these scammers were making to look like it was new. And the Twitter account, the Twitter YouTube account, it was it, it, it looked like it had a lot of subscribers or something, probably all fake subscribers. It said it was Twitter, but it really wasn't Twitter's YouTube account. So that I could tell right away. But most people, they see something like that. And then in the background, it's it says something about you. Know, if you send Bitcoin to this address, uh, this, this event is being brought to you because Jack is doubling your Bitcoin or some ridiculous thing. The kind of thing you see in fake tweets that are scam tweets. Well, this was a whole setup, a fake YouTube channel. And YouTube didn't take that channel down. Well, they've taken it down now, but it stayed up there long enough that I copied down the address, okay? And the dude, whoever was running this scam, kept replaying the Jack Dorsey interview. And I copied down the Bitcoin address where you're supposed to send your Bitcoin so Jack Dorsey would double it and send it back to you. And uh, well, I linked to the Bitcoin address uh, below and uh, it got like two Bitcoin. Uh, so that's uh, pretty unfortunate, pretty unfortunate that, uh, that it, uh, be careful, be careful out there. It's <laughs> dude. It's so obvious. Something like that is too good to be true. Jack Dorsey doesn't give away Bitcoin. All right. In YouTube giveaways or on Twitter, neither does Vitalik Buterin. Nobody says, send me Bitcoin to get Bitcoin back. No one does that. It is a scam. They are stealing your Bitcoin. But it was a whole big production there, I noticed uh, the other day. And that was uh, a cryptocurrency is good for that kind of thing because you can't get you can't you can't yank it back back. Once you send it, the scammers got it and he's he runs away with it. So that's the, the finality of a transaction, which is good for certain things. But uh, it is unfortunate for something like that. All right. So pound that like button and, and just don't be impulsive, people. Uh, don't do something with your Bitcoin for the sake of doing something. So yeah, May 12th is in like eight days, seven days. Depends uh, what time. It, I think it's going to happen very early on May the 12th, the halving. Uh, so the, the, the countdown is linked to below, bitcoinblockhalf.com. So people, be prepared for some news. I think it's coming out on Friday. The April jobs report is likely to show the highest unemployment on record. All right. The unemployment rate is expected to jump from 4.4% to over 16.1% in April. That actually wouldn't be the highest unemployment rate on record, but okay. Uh, the highest level since 1939, according to Dow Jones. So people be prepared. Uh, even though we know this is going to happen, a lot of times when something like this is released, like 
there's major financial panic all over the place. And as we saw on March the 12th, that can seep into Bitcoin sometimes. Hey, it could be great for Bitcoin also. I just want you all to prepare your strong hands for this bad news that is going to come out. I, I believe on Friday. It could come out earlier. I, I, I don't know. It's, it's this week, though. It's this week. So, so get ready uh, for those terrible uh, jobless numbers. But uh, the government uh, created this. Uh, the government didn't have to shut down the whole freaking world. So there you go. Let's let's get back to work, baby. Get out there and demonstrate. Someone, I, I've talked about 210,000 a block theory a lot. Someone asked me for the link to the original theory. It's linked to below so you can read about it. I don't have to describe it again. Uh, Russ, who is known as a MGTOW slash... MGTOW on Bitcoin is freedom. That's his name now. He had a pretty funny quote uh, in the comments section here. I will live in my car before I give up my Bitcoin hold position. That's conviction, dude. I admire that. And I got to say the same thing. I, I do the same thing. I've slept in my car before. What's wrong with that? Drive around, save some money, sleep in the car. It's fun to do. Everyone's done. No, not everyone's done something like that. I mean, who's going to do it anyway? Now people are such neat freaks and they're scared of, ooh, if I sleep in my car, I might get sick. It's dirty in my car. Ooh. All right. Uh, okay. And finally, let me check out. Uh, I'm going to give you some Carl Denninger words of wisdom. Okay. Vention is in the house. I forgot to tag my comment. Oh, what did he say? I did buy $1,200 worth of Bitcoin with my lockdown check. Dude, Vention, uh, I, of course, of course, man. Um, and he says, I have the cash app. Yeah. According to the limits page, I can buy a hundred thousand worth of Bitcoin. Assuming I had that much cash pound that like button prevention, confirming that rumor there, dude, dude, insider information there. All right. Uh, yeah. And Shane, yes. The same guy who used to say brutal was the guy who said, I'm a big fan. And he was a big fan of, uh, <laughs> I can't describe what he was describing, what he was a big fan of. of uh, I, can't, I, I can't. It's too graphic. <laughs> it involves uh, um, activity. I, I, this is, this is a you know, family-friendly show. Family-friendly show. I can't. <laughs> activity with women. <laughs> and that's what it involves. All right. So uh, what, what else do we have here? So, yeah, a lot of people have been spending $1,200 uh, on Bitcoin. Uh, Coinbase has shown an uptick in those type of purchases. And again, uh, when we had that March 12th thing, March 12th event, when Bitcoin crashed like it did, I, I mean, I knew I was going to get a check in the mail eventually. I knew there was going to be. So I, I spent my $1,200 before I got it. I definitely do. Definitely. But some people have waited until they got it. But there's some people who knew it was exactly going to be $1,200. The minute they knew they were eventually going to get a check for $1,200, they spent $1,200 freaking dollars. All right. So finally, we're going to leave you with some Carl Denninger at Market Ticker. Again, he has been the best source of stability and rational thought when it comes to this virus out there. And yes, I, I of course, I ran today. I, today was Sprint Day. And I, I, I then I ran like what I run two and a half miles after my sprints. Uh, but there were a lot of people walking their dogs today. I will say that a lot, lot more than I saw last week, whatever that means. And not everybody was wearing masks. So that was good. Good for them. Okay. You cannot, this is Carl Denninger. It's linked to below. 
good, good, uh, good episode from him. Good, uh, good entry from him. Blog post. You cannot realistically expect the tax base to survive any sort of durable lockdown measures, including so-called social distancing, which is no such thing at all. It is, in fact, forced separation of people at gunpoint. This is not one full service. There is not one full service restaurant that will survive at 50% occupancy level and few will survive at 75%. That's, that's a, great, uh, a great point there. There are all these governors that are saying, well, we'll gradually leave the lockdown. So you, you restaurants, you're only allowed to have 50% occupancy level. No, they won't survive at all. And that, that includes social distancing, forced social distancing. Everybody has to stay six feet away from each other. That's not going to work. That's going to cut down on business too, people. I mean, it, it's – anyway, read his thing. It's very good. The tax base will be destroyed if these lock, any sort of lockdown measures are in place. And that is – how are they going to pay policemen? How are they going to pay firefighters? You're going to see all sorts of third world type of things happen. Uh, if, if there is no tax base, if there is no business, people will go, get, there will be food lines. There already are food lines. There already are to, to get the uh, soup kitchen lines, whatever it is, that kind of thing. All right. So yeah, click on him. He's been rational about it. And uh, I, I'm looking forward to the governors who speed up the process and just get totally back to normal and don't try to fit in. Don't try to outdo one another. Aren't scared of people voting them out because the newspaper will show like when the first per, first 86 year old dies. Okay. And I love today ESPN.com uh, says uh, that they talk about a former NHL player and who, who suffered from the virus. And so I never heard, I don't, you know, I don't know many NH, NHL players. So I look up the guy, what he looks like now. I mean, <laughs> totally out of shape, totally completely overweight. Uh, a couple other really odd things about him too. We, we, we won't get into that though. All right. I'm Adam Meister, but, but again, you, you, the headlines are scary. It's like, Oh, some healthy, healthy NHL player is got sick and got viciously sick and almost died. And then you see it's this pot belly dude, totally out of shape. He's 46 years old or whatever. I'm Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the disrupt Meister. Remember to subscribe to this channel, like this video, share this video, pound that like button. I'll say hi to all you dudes in the chat. You get a new show here every day, even when it is so freaking late at night. See you tomorrow.